Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast, episode 223, Eagle Bowl. I serve as your humble and oh-so-gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you could be so kind to ensure that you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you can find podcasts. The Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to subscribe, write a review, and give your baby boy some five stars what's the tea what's going on purple pants posse i don't know if you can hear it in my voice okay because listen this podcast almost did not happen so y'all know sunday night the eagles were playing the san francisco 49ers and i was going you know just watching by myself you know no big deal and then Wendell was like hey we should go somewhere and then at the last minute he canceled and then Derek was like come over to my house i'm you know we watching the game and so i was like okay and i am actively working on trying to say yes because I am noticing that first of all listen you know your baby boy love to be in the house in the bed in the bathtub by myself but I you know seasonal depression is real and I go through my spouts and I I just realize that sometimes I'm isolating myself and I'm saying no and I'm like oh I just rather be at home and so you know when Derek was like come over I said all right went to the store yeah, baby boy went, got some chip, you know, little party stuff. And so we were watching the game and it was looking like we are going to win. And Derek's like, all right, everybody, let's go downtown. Now, Derek doesn't live too far from downtown. And I'm like, now, wait a minute, Derek. I just said I was coming over. OK, I got to get back home. I got to record my podcast. Derek was like, cousin, come on, baby. We took to the streets of Philadelphia, okay, Broad Street. It was so amazing. And I feel like when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, now mind you, that we ain't win the Super Bowl, okay? We're just going to the Super Bowl. But during the time that the, the Eagles, the last go round, I, you know, just watched it by myself. I didn't get to participate in a lot of the festivities. And so just to be out in the streets of Philadelphia, okay, people just 
people are just peopling. And it really was just such a fun time. I went out uh, with some of Derek, you know, we all know Big D, Derek Frazier, some of his friends. And of course, you know, I'm from the city. So I'm out and about. I'm seeing people that I know. I'm like, hey, what you doing down here? What's going on? It was just a time. Okay. Cars just stopped in the middle of the street. Bless it. Hold on, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished. Okay, then on the next block, you hear, uh, what's this, a little Uzi Vert? I just want to rock, 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 rock. Now, do you know me? I'm a people person. I'm like, okay, I got to go. I want to go down this street. I want to see this. I, I, just, I wanted to see it all. If I could have been an in, uh, if I could have been invisible and just... Because I, I don't know about y'all, Purple Pants Posse, but I am a people watcher. Like, I love to watch people. Now, there is a difference between staring and people watching, okay? Staring is rude. You shouldn't stare. Unless it's a zaddy, then you stare and say hi. However, people watching, for me, is like observing a scene. Seeing people interact like you know just like it was just so much going on and you know philly is just different people climbing the telephone poles pouring hennessy down people they got like a wood board they lifted it up and this man was surfing on the board a child now listen i want no parts of that okay nope get get mm -mm, get somebody else to do it then they climbing on top of bus stops it's breaking like it was just so much going on but i just have to say this is that like in this time where there is just such a divide um you know police killings, just political, just so much going on. It really felt so good to like be out and just be proud to be from Philly. And it's just so many walks of life, so many people drinking and no issues, you know, and you know, listen, people drunk, bumping into people and no, like just such a good like I was just like yes look at my city I am so proud to be from Philadelphia and as you know one thing about me two things for sure I am very proud to be from Philadelphia anywhere I go and you know I always tell people Philly Philly and again just oh it was just so much fun and you know me I'm minding my business purple pants posse and I'm probably telling you a little bit too much okay but I'm minding my business and you know it's a bunch of people and um they playing music and I'm like videoing and you know, because listen, one thing about me, I am an auntie when it comes to whenever I get around people, all I want to do is just like video everything. Now, not everything, but like ex Jack Atkins. Anytime I get around Jack Atkins, all I got is the phone in his face. That's just like, you know, I'm listen, I'm just a child. Maybe my age is telling I'm, I'm giving very much auntie vibes, but I just really wanted to like capture the night. And there were like some funny moments and like some people, and you know me, I go up to people like, what's your Instagram? Let me, cause I want to tag you. And so, child, you know, I was minding my business and uh, purple pants posse. And, um, it was this, you know, attractive, attractive, you know, and they were a part of this video. These people like in the middle of the street, um, dancing and so i was like you know went up to everybody was like can i get your instagram because like i want to tag y'all whatever as so i went up to the person i said hey can i have your instagram i just want you to tag you they was like i don't have an instagram and so i thought that they were just really being like i don't really want to give you my so i was like okay and as i'm you know like okay walking away they snatched my phone i'm like what's going on then you know child they, they type their number in my phone and they was like i think my number's better than the instagram i said now what what in the eagle bowl is going on okay so i'll keep y'all posted on that purple pants posse but not too much okay i don't need y'all all up in my business but listen it was just such a great time and so the eagles are going to the suit bubble suit suit bubble suit bubble suit suit bubble now listen i will say this now y'all know me I'm a, I'm an Eagles fan. Early on in the season when the Eagles were doing extremely well, I just was really nervous because us Philly sports fans, we go through a lot. Sometimes our teams don't deliver something. You, and Philly is a very vocal city. So I was just, you know, rooting from the sideline. Like, I want us to get in the playoffs and then we get knocked out in the first round. Then we be like, oh, but listen, I just have to give it to our Eagles and shout out to Jalen. Jalen Hurts. 
because uh, he he did the damn thing. I don't know if y'all saw him on the pregame. He had the little purple on. So it was just a lot going on. And so, child, okay. I didn't creep back into my home until 3 a.m. Like, I don't have to work the next day. Like, I don't have to deliver the posse of pockets. Yeah, when my alarm clock went off this morning, I was like, I'm blocking Derek Frazier's number. I'm never picking up his phone call again because every time I link up with Big D, I don't crawl back into the house until the wee hours of the morning. But it was well worth it. And so I'm just excited. Go Eagles. I am really excited for for this week's episode. Uh, so, you know, we got the church announcements and it is giving very much a play by play segment. I figure it was fitting with the Eagles winning. So, you know, we are going to be talking sports this episode. So I've got my good friend, Joey Hatch, that is coming on and we are talking all things. The Eagles, we're talking the Super Bowl. We're talking Shannon Sharp. We're talking Matt Barnes. We're talking about the NBA referees. We're talking about Joel Embiid. No, I probably said that wrong. Don't judge me. Um, so yeah, we're getting into all of the things of the things, and we have the freak of the week. So listen, the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. What more do you want? Yeah, baby boy is hot. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganello. all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Let's get into these church announcements. On this week's church announcement, I just want to let the posse know the Bryce and Wynn Tour 44 has officially released our dates. If you, you know, paid attention to my social media and the Bryce and Wynn present social media, uh, Wendell and I dropped episode one couples therapy uh and you know listen we got some more episodes dropping but yes the bryce and win tour 44 is officially coming to a city near you we are headed to toronto los angeles seattle atlanta pittsburgh boston philadelphia and new york city tickets are available okay purple pants posse you listen and we got a lot of special things planned for y'all the link is available. If you click the link in my Instagram bio, click the link in the Bryce and Wynn present Instagram bio. But, you know, Wendell and I have spent a lot of time curating and putting so much personal touches uh, to this tour. It, it's a lot. It's truly a labor of love. And I hope that you guys are able to see it reflected in the things that we are working uh, to do to not just make it watch parties, but, you know, expanding. We have collaborated with Empowered Inc., a uh, amazing organization in which I'm going to tell you more about, but not now. But listen, you should see about it all on our Instagrams, Bryson Went Present, and you know, on my Instagram. But listen, we coming, baby. We coming. We got a lot in store for you, Bryson Went on the Tour 44. And we are back 
this year with your purple pants play by play and what a fitting time to bring the sports segment back to the purple pants podcast and of course you know i can't talk sports unless i have the almanac of sports himself joe hatch welcome back to the podcast thank you thank you thank you where's my bell at i need a bell please no (laughs) (laughs) window don't need a bell and you for sure i need like a gong or something definitely because i'm different i'm unique i can do a gong dog you hear me no 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 no. i'm gonna buy one for this okay well listen i was gonna get you one but listen no no no. you can buy it you can buy it i'm saying oh okay all right we uh have so much to talk about not really but listen okay it's e a g l e s -S i think people are gonna hate me for like two weeks because i'm about to talk crazy So we had a lot of games happening on Sunday night. I know that the Philadelphia Eagles played the San Francisco 79ers. (laughs) Is it not the San Francisco 49ers? 49ers. Yeah. And yeah, so tell us. uh, Well, that's only one game. You said there was a lot of games. There was two games on on Sunday. All right. More than one is a lot. (laughs) No, more than one is a couple. A couple can be a lot. Okay. All right. I'm not going to argue with you about that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming you watched the game. What were your thoughts on the game? Do you feel like (laughs) the Eagles played well? First of all, what I was just trying to figure out now, you know, I don't watch a lot, but for the 49ers, was they really about to put, were they really readying their wide receiver because they did not have that fifth string quarterback? Um, well, he, he is their running back. Um, Christian McCaffrey, also known as CMC run CMC run. Uh, he is their running back and Brock Purdy, who is their third starting quarterback this season. Um, he got injured in the first quarter. Was it the first quarter or second quarter while playing the Eagles? So he couldn't really throw. I think it was his elbow and his thumb. Maybe his thumb hit the helmet of Hassan Reddick, um, off the pass. And then he went down. So they were like, oh, my goodness, what are we going to do? We only have two quarterbacks on the roster. So we're going to put this. I believe he's like a 12-year journeyman. A journeyman is somebody who plays for different teams throughout their career. So they could be in Philadelphia one year, Detroit one year, San Francisco one year, Kansas City the next. Would James Harden, even though it's not football, be considered a journeyman? Uh, No, maybe. He's only played on, was it? Three teams, Houston, the Nets, and Philadelphia. Okay. So not really. I think a journeyman's like, once you play, like, you hit your fourth or fifth team, that's when they consider a journeyman. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so in order to throw the ball, after their second string quarterback in this NFC Championship game got hurt, Josh Johnson, shout out to the black quarterbacks. Yes. Um, he got hurt. He went out with a concussion. Mm. His head, his head bounced off the turf like a basketball. Um, once he went back into the locker room, they were like, "We have to put somebody in the game who can possibly throw the ball." So they put Brock Purdy in the game to hand the ball off a few times. Um, but once they needed to make a pass, they needed to insert uh, Christian McCaffrey, who is their running back. He's very good. Um, he had something like seventy touches. I'm just being exaggerative right now. He didn't have seventy touches yesterday, but. They put him in the game to throw a ball, and I think he threw it, and there wasn't anybody within <laughs> 20 yards of the pass that he threw. So they decided not to throw the ball like 10 yards, more than 10 yards down the field anymore after that. Do you think that that is potentially what lost them the game? Uh, that's not what lost them the game. They, I don't think they were ready. I don't think Brock Purdy was ready for the level of defense um, now it was like I, they were playing themselves to be if I'm being completely honest now when I went to lunch with you last week and I was asking you to give me your I was like oh Joe give me your I, I, I can't I, I don't I don't even I don't want to get into it bitch. I can't I can't I'm like well just I, I don't and then okay so I was like well tell me something good about the 49ers and you said their did you say their offense or their defense was like superb their defense. Now, their offense is, is really good, too, but their defense was like they have the number one defense in the NFL, like 
they were first in points against first in like yards allowed and first in like uh like turnovers or something something like the numbers were just night and day compared to them and everybody else in the league so i was nervous about playing them but once you know that first drive opened up and we were able to score. You know, Jalen was doing Jalen. Okay, listen. You know what perp. I'm saying? Okay, they, they call him Perp. Jalen Perp. No, they call him Batman. That's what no, they call him. They call him Perp. Did you see his outfit? Purple Rain. But they don't call him that. He just was, he felt the purple spirit yesterday. He must have okay. been hanging out with you the night no, before. Listen, okay. I'm not mad at it, though. He could hurt if he won. <laughs> Come, we're not going <laughs> to. cute. Uh, Not too much on my bro. Okay, sorry, sorry. Uh, so the the Eagles did really well. So we are now. I always kept messing this up. So we are the North West Division East. The the East no uh, the East Division champions. NFC East Divisional. division. Divisional, divisional champions, but we're also the NFC conference champions. Okay, so we won the conference. Now, tell us, take us over to the West. Who are the two teams playing in the West? It's not necessarily the West. It's just, is it the West Conference? It is <laughs> the AFC. Oh, AFC. the National Football Conference, the American Football Conference. Okay, yeah. So there are teams in the AFC that are on. This side and the there are teams in, in the, the okay yes, Correct. so who were the two teams playing in the other conference? That was the Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, and how was that game? Uh, it was actually it was a good game. Um, Patrick Mahomes was just doing absurd things with the football. Uh, he's an unorthodox player, and he can make some throws that you have never seen and probably never will see again. They they try to teach, you know, when you're like doing things in the gym and they say, don't do things that way because you're doing it wrong and right. you don't want to create that habit. He's that kid that is just like, you can't explain it, but he's able to do things the wrong way and get good results. I feel like that's like me. They always say oh, I say no. stuff wrong, but if you know what I mean, I still get the good results. <laughs> So who won that game? Kansas City Chiefs. Shout out to another black quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. So, Although I've been seeing the comments, they were saying, you know, he's only like one and a half black or half black. Like, no. Now, now a drop of blood, a drop of blood. That, he's 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 down. Okay, he's a brother. So we have right. so now we have the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs. Now we got brothers on brothers. This is the first time in NFL history this has ever happened. That we got a uh, two brother quarterbacks. And we got Jason Kelsey versus Travis Kelsey. Oh. Two actual brothers. Oh. First time in NFL history that that's happened. Listen. Now, what is uh we know you we know that you're an Eagles fan, but the team that we are playing is the Chiefs, the, the Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. Yes. What t- tell me about them? Are they a, uh, clearly they're a good team, but what should just do they have good D? <laughs> do oh they have good God. offense? I'm not answering like, that question, but they're offensively they are very good. Um Andy Reid, who used to coach the Philadelphia get Eagles. Get out of here. That's is Andy. the head coach over in Kansas City, so I'm actually excited to see this him is even again. more exciting for the Phillies. Right. I mean, okay. But who gets the credit for their offensive uh, juggernautness? I think I just made that up. But um, the brick. <laughs> his name is Eric Bieniemy. He is a black offensive coordinator, and he just draws up his schemes that he draws up are just incredible. And I love watching their offense. Okay. Uh, how do you think the Eagles will fare against them? I. I've been doing and saying this all season. I'm not trying to predict what's going to happen. I'm just very optimistic on the situation. This is how my conversation with Joey uh, a week and a half ago when I was asking him about the conference. Okay. Well, if you know that, if you know me. I mean, but I'm just saying we podcast. And so I want you to like. Okay. So the Eagles are going to run down on that ass. Uh, Oh, (laughs) oh, oh. 
<laughs> Jalen, if you listening. <laughs> so we are very excited here in Philadelphia. Uh, we're going to the Super Bowl again. Hopefully we will take it home. Uh, we will definitely have to be back and report to you guys. But of course, there was a lot of other sports news going on. So I wanted to take this time to just, you know, get Joey's uh, pick his brain on a couple of different things. So I see that Shannon Sharp. Okay, he's not a boxer, but it seemed like he ready to fight and rumble with everybody. What is going on with Shannon Sharp? Um, I think that was just from the game when the Lakers played um, John Morant and the Grizzlies. He was talking trash to one of the players. I know it might have been Dylan Brooks and John Morant's dad, who looks like Usher, oh. ended up jumping in the mix. And uh, there was a little bit of pushing and shoving. But they ended up piecing it up. So like the what the the media won't show you that they actually pieced it up and it was all good at the game. But I don't know what was said, but it looks like both sides were uh equally disrespected and weren't gonna take disrespect kindly. So, you know, as two males that are aggressive, <laughs> oh. if you're out and about and you see that, you know, it's just it's people just trying to let some steam off. So that's all that was. They pieced okay. it up though. It's all good. I, I thought you were going to ask me about Shannon Sharp trending right now because he was he was trashing Jalen Hurts all year, saying how he, he he hasn't been anything since since we had Carson Wentz and he wasn't going to go nowhere, or do nothing, and now we're here. Mm. So what what Uncle Shay got to say? I love you, Uncle Shay, but what you what you got to say now? Unc? Uh, we're listening, Shannon Sharp, because the last that I checked, we the ACWEU uh, conference champions. Say it with me. NFC. NFC. Conference Period. champions. Just NFC champions. Okay. NFC champions, Shannon Sharp. Uh, is this Jalen Hurts' first time going to the Super Bowl? It is. Oh. And I believe, it, is this his fourth season? It might be his fourth season, but he, uh, um, he's just... People gave up on Jalen. I wasn't one of those people that gave up on Jalen. I had faith in him. Um, once they went out and got uh, AJ Brown, somebody who played with in college, and you know they drafted Devontae Smith, who we also played with in college. You got to have that camaraderie and that chemistry on the field. So once the offensive coordinators and Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie went out to get the people that he played with before, it was you know a difference of night and day between last season and this season. Okay, because I mean, the Eagles have been killing it all season long, you know, uh, and I, as a Philadelphia Eagles fan, um, I didn't jump right on the bandwagon because. Uh, and be yeah, you just bought that hoodie last week. Didn't uh, you? Not too much. I had the hat for over two years or I had the hat since the last time we got on the Super Bowl, but I did purchase uh, my Eagles hoodie uh, from somebody selling it. You know, when you be driving down the street and they'd be like selling the Eagle merch. Yeah, I had got it on Saturday. Okay. Um, so, but you know, listen, I support my team, but again, it was just hard because Philadelphia sports fans, and I'm sure a lot of cities are, are like this, but I just also feel like Philadelphia is just so different. Like we are a different breed of fans and when we happy, we're happy. So, so last night, right. This, <laughs> this goes, this just goes to show you how Philadelphia is. So last night I was in the mayhem and out of nowhere, they just started chanting Oh yeah, F Ben Simmons. Now, how did he get in it? Right, and it's crazy because, like, the last time you know, walking down Broad Street after the Super Bowl, when you know it's a night game, that's expected. We played at three o'clock in the afternoon, and the city was shut down from six p.m. to like midnight. If you had anywhere to go downtown Philly, I feel sorry for you. Uh yeah, so do I. There were people stopping their cars turning up music and just getting out and dancing. And I like I, 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 it, people it was, falling through the bus stops. Oh, my God. Falling, that, turning over cars. It was it was wild last night. It was mayhem. But this is another thing that I would say, which is just so you're from Philadelphia. So, you know how I know Philadelphia is, of course, we're the city of brotherly love. Um but Philadelphia is a very sectional city, like most cities, you know, gen gentrification um, and just like zoning. There are areas in Philadelphia that are black, white, Asian, Italian, like, you know, um, 
it's a, a great city, but at times like that, you know, a lot of not great things happen in the city. Um, and the thing that I was telling my friends and just people that I was talking to was that what a world of difference last night. I mean, I'm out there 12 o'clock at night, practically by myself, whistle, wet, and <laughs> I'm safe. Like, not that I'm safe, but like, you know, like, no, the, I know exactly what you mean. The love, the like, you know, when something. we're winning, the city is like the best place to be because everybody loves each other. That Nobody sees color. Nobody sees religion. It's just like, yo, come here, give me a hug. And I wish it was like that all of right. the time. Right. I just I don't like I just think of like how can how can we channel that? And for me, it's just what I always just preach is that if we focused on what brings us together as opposed to like why we are what makes us different. Um, and again, different needs to be celebrated. But again, I, you it just was just the the diversity. Well, I mean, it was diverse, but I mean it still was, you know, majorly a lot of one particular, but just the the love, the camaraderie, just the like, you know, I saw a lady trip. Ten people went to like it just was just so much fun and just so much love. And uh, it just really made me proud to be from the great city of Philadelphia. Now, somebody else that I want to talk about. Okay? Talk to me. Talk to me. Matt Barnes. Uh oh. I knew it was coming at some point. Listen, I love me a Matt Barnes. I love when he used to play, when he was married to Gloria. Uh, I just, you know, if you asking me, Matt Barnes is my type. If I were to have a type, I just like Matt Barnes. <laughs> I like his podcast with, uh, what's his name? Is it Steven? No. Uh, Steven Jackson. Yeah, Steven Jackson. Love the podcast. Uh, also listen to the Barnes brothers, uh, his twin sons. They have a podcast and not for nothing, um, I follow them on YouTube as well, but I learn a lot of information from them twins. That's only like 13, like the, the amount of knowledge and how you see Matt uh, just bestowing his love of sports onto his children. Um, it's just just practically amazing. However, they're following him. You know right. And I love it. And he's yeah. training them up. They like. Yep. Come so on, church. I, Come on, come on, train them up. Okay, teach them <laughs> right, spare the rod, spoil the child. Uh, but we know Matt, okay? And I don't if y'all don't know who Matt Barnes, he used to play for the Lakers right now, did he? Uh, he played for a few teams, um, but Lakers, Warriors, he was, he was around. Right. Uh, if you watch basketball-wise, you know, the first three seasons, his wife, Gloria, was on there. Uh, then, you know, Matt and Gloria, they had a not-so-great divorce. Uh, there was just a lot of custody issues, you know. Uh, Matt found out that one of the ex-coaches on the Lakers was then dating Gloria. Child, he drove four hours to the house, popped up. Like, you know, so Matt be about that life. But Matt has since calmed down. He has a new fiance. Uh, he's got another child. They have a blended She's family. She's fine, by the way, too. My Matt God. is delicious as well. No, no, no. I didn't say Matt. I said his fiance. Well, Matt's delicious But we off that. Well. Come on, okay. talk to me. Uh, and so at, you know, so Matt been calm. Matt has not been in the news lately, but uh, when the San Francisco 49ers played their game before the Eagles and won that game, uh, Matt Barnes was in attendance and apparently his fiance's uh, father of one of her children's was there and they got into a little scuffle and whoo, I don't know why this did it for me, but and again, I don't condone this by any means, but Matt like spit on him. Um no, that was a loogie. That was more than spit. That was yeah. a, he that was for he bought that from his feet and mm. wow. And of course now the police are looking into pressing charges. But first of all, to the baby daddy, like don't think like you who should was her who is her ex-husband. Not just the baby dad, her ex-husband. Oh, it, it but, was ex-husband. Okay. Yes. It was what's his name? I think his name is uh David Peterson Jr. Okay. I don't know who he is. Uh but uh she stated the incident happened after the bitter baby dad. So this is uh I think her name is uh Anisa Sims is Matt's fiance, and she has kind of now reached out and coming into 
the defense of Matt and saying that uh, she stated that the incident happened after the bitter baby daddy baited Barnes after already harassing and threatening to kill both of them on multiple occasions. So, multiple, you know, yeah. yeah, Matt don't play that. Uh, right. He said he's going to kill him with his Glock and he said he wanted to run her over with his car and watch her bleed out. Like, um, and yeah. that's that's because he's just bitter. Um, he's he's called the cops to the Barnes house several times, saying that you know he it, it was his turn for custody of the kids, which it wasn't. They had she has receipts of uh, the conversation saying that uh, you know it's not your week. I'm going to bring the kids to you. You don't have to come over here. Like I don't want you to you know even interact with my fiance. We're good over here. Um, and we can only we should only be talking through this, you know, uh, this app that allows us to co- contact one each other. I don't need your number. You don't need my number. Right. This is how we communicate. So he's just being a bitter um, ex-husband, if you will. And so just shout out to the man. I just love Matt Barnes. Uh, and yeah, when I see you, it's going to be smoke. Okay, I'm, all the smoke. Shout out to all the smoke podcast. All the smoke podcast. Okay, y- you got that. So, although I don't condone physical violence or spitting on anybody, but I mean, if Matt wanted to spit on, somebody, oh god, uh, oh, <laughs> where's my dong at? <laughs> uh, so that is Matt Barnes. Now, mind you, here's another thing that I wanted to talk about: the NBA refs. Joseph, it seems to be a lot of things going on with these refs missing calls now or or not calling things. And I don't know whether or not if it's intentional or if it's on purpose. But more recently, I can think when LeBron was uh, playing the Celtics with Jason Tatum and LeBron adamantly was saying to the refs, like, y'all missed this. Y'all missed this. Y'all missed this. And they did nothing in the game. And then after they came out with the official statement saying that they, in fact, they did miss it. And I mean, Stevie Wonder could see that they missed oh, the call. Oh. And, that, and that's no, I'm keeping cute for Unc. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's no, no spice on my, on my Uncle Stevie. But people are saying that the, the refereeing and in all sports this this year have been awful. Um, there's been some missed calls and, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm a part of the referee brotherhood, but I am a certified referee. You know what I'm saying? I could be out there refereeing your next game, you know, hire me if you want to. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yes, the referees have been missing some calls and um, the players are getting fed up and they're starting to say that sometimes the referees need to take accountability and the, the the leagues need to take accountability for that as well. They're all, they're so quick to punish the players, but never the referees when they're in the wrong. So I think there just needs to be a little balance. And I just feel like with this digital day and age, there's drones, all of these cameras. I just feel like how can it be missed? And I was talking to one of my uh, sports fanatic friends, Sarah, uh, who is a Celtics fan. And she was saying that my friend Sarah, shout out to the one and only Sarah. Um, she was saying how on one of the games that uh, they missed a call for the Celtics and it pushed them into overtime and then the Celtics lost because of this missed call. Like, and I feel like now that's, that's huge. It, I mean, you can say the same thing for LeBron because he, he was going for a layup with seconds left on the clock and Jason Tatum clearly smacks him on his left arm, but the referees do not call it. So how do you feel as, uh, okay. So and also just the way that you just came back very yeah. LeBron, are you not a Jason Tatum fan? No, I'm not. I mean, I I do like Jason Tatum. I have no smoke against him. He, I mean, it sucks that he plays for the Celtics. I wish that he played on the Sixers, you know, but, uh, um, and I'm not like defending LeBron, but like a call is a missed call is a missed call. And I'm for fairness. And so you are, if people don't know, Joey plays a lot of sports. Joey is, you know, the MVP and flag football during the winter time. He's in a football league. He just came back from the championships in Tampa. Sorry, I'm putting all Joey business out there. So <laughs> Joey stay like, I don't even understand how Joey does it because the games be at like 7 in the morning uh, and I'd be trying to come support but I'd be sleeping. But so Joey is very uh, I won't say athletic, but Joey is Oh very- no, you better say athletic because <laughs> if anybody on the Purple Pants Posse wants to check rock or see me oh. in the, on the field, we can do that. Like, it, it gets real spicy on this side. 
Okay, but listen, uh, you want to play soccer? Because I, I was on the... You don't even want to smoke in that. Listen, Joey, now, Joey. Now, you, I've played varsity. I've played soccer. We're in Brickyard. I was on the varsity soccer team in high school. So, I listen, I what might not... mean? I, I got smoke with the feet. Oh, God. So, I just Everything's say... Everything's making sense now. No, oh. <laughs> I say that to say you being somebody competitive, like... Is that the way the cookie crumbles? Like, is that the nature of the game that like, you know, ultimately they didn't call this and because they didn't call this, now they just made a shot and now we're in overtime and they win the game. Like how? how? I think I think you worded it correctly. I mean, yes, we did happen to lose the game on a missed call, but it shouldn't have had to boil down to a missed call. Like if you're going to win the game, you should win the game regardless. So Yes, sometimes you win. Sometimes you you win and lose, not of your own volition. Sometimes it just happens because things were missed or things were seen, depending on how you look at it. And, you know, you just have to live with it. But I just also feel like if a player is that adamant that he was fouled, why why y'all just can't replay the tapes? Why does it take after the game for then y'all to come out and say like, yes, we did miss this call? Uh, I think that's one of the things that the players are are saying and, and want to try to change because in certain sports, I believe like baseball and tennis, they can look at it just like that and be like, nope, that was the wrong call. Let's go back. And in certain instances in basketball, um, they can go back to see, you know, if it was, a two-pointer or a three-pointer and be like, oh, that person's foot was on the line when they shot it. That was only two points. And then they take one of the points off the board and you could lose the game that way. So mm. um, there, with technology, there is the technology out there. It's just all about how they can implement it. And I think the biggest thing is the time frame because they're, they're trying to shorten the length of some of these games uh, and for for viewing purposes, you know, what I mean, it's all everything's all about ratings nowadays. So they're just thinking about how they can implement it and also keep the game game time or runtime down. So that that's the word. I don't know the word I'm looking for, but that's what they're looking to do in terms of implementing. So and if they implement that with it's like keeping the game time down, then that means more technical errors like this are going to occur because they don't want to spend the time on going back and reviewing. Um, I don't know, just for me, it just questions like the continuity of the game in which like, uh, I want to play a fair game. And then if I'm fouled, I want to be called foul. But I understand that not every call is going to get called. And sometimes you see it when you're an away team at a home stadium and sometimes you feel like they ain't giving us nothing and it seems like the home team is constantly being able to like oh they fouled you they fouled you so I don't know maybe it's the name of the game another topic that I did not put on our list but of course you know <laughs> and every purple pink why not I play we gonna talk LaMelo Ball oh god uh, you know my Y'all, if you listen to the Purple Pants podcast, if you know, I love LaMelo Ball. I stand, okay? Number one, he's just the best. But I want to ask you this question because this is his, I believe it's his third season um, as an NBA player, uh, the franchise player of the Charlotte Hornets. And he suffered some ankle injuries uh, during the offseason and supposed to be repaired. But it seems like every other game, the love of my life is <laughs> being escorted into the locker room uh, because of this ankle. Uh, do you feel like he is doing too much and that like it's not healed or is this the nature of being a professional athlete? I think it's the nature of being a professional athlete nowadays. There are more injuries. There are more um, concussions these players and this is just across all sports they're more athletic than they once were and the training is more rigorous so yes as the healing process and the doctors technology gets better and they can tell you what to do i think they were saying some i think i heard a crazy stat the other day like basketball players bodies Mm. are 
Um, they're not Delicious. meant to be <laughs> shut up. <laughs> they're not meant to be moving, stopping and starting and uh, jumping at the level that they're doing it at. So that's why the injury is going on. Now I can't speak for Anthony Davis or LaMelo ball, but these players are, are that are getting injured and they're sitting out longer periods of time because their bodies aren't meant to human bodies aren't meant to be doing the stuff that these NBA players are doing. So that's what I'm going to say to that effect. Like it's just, it's the nature of like how sports are now, how sports are evolving. Right. I just get worried because it's like, for me, I just feel like just come to Philly, sit in my house for three weeks. Let me nurse you back to health. Let me massage your ankle. Let me like, you know, let me cater to you. Cause baby, this is your day. Do anything. I want to give my breath, my strength, my will to you. I'm going to make sure I get you that contract. Okay. But I just get so worried because it's like, it's the same injury. And so for me, it's just like, sit down. But I understand I can I under one, I understand the team wanting him to play. And he's a young athlete. I'm sure he wants to play. He wants to play. So I just uh it just just think about it. When we were young, like if you, you got hurt out <laughs> <laughs> when you were when we were younger, we were out in the playground and doing all of that. Like if you got hurt, you didn't want to go home. Like you just you just toughed it out. Like whatever, I'll just play through this little injury that I got. And that's what how some of these younger guys are thinking. Like, no, I, I can kind of tough it out. But you know, the teams, the organizations, coaches, they're like, no, you're, you know, hundred million dollar man. We gotta, we gotta sit you down for a little bit to make sure that you're right. So we can continue selling these tickets and, you know, continue paying you. <laughs> right. Uh, so that's my mellow, uh, get well. Uh, and you know, that's now my next and last topic. Now I'm probably going to say this name wrong. Back to our Sixers, Joel. Embiid. 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 Joel Embiid. Embiid, correct. Okay, he is our franchise player over here at the 76ers. And you know, if the Super Bowl is around the corner, yes, I know the Super Bowl and the Sixers aren't the same thing. However, around my birthday and around the Super Bowl time is what? Around who birthdays? Our birthdays. Okay. Joey and I are both Pisces and our birthdays are practically a week apart. Um, We're Pisces. Team Pisces. Okay. Pisces season is coming. Uh, So around our birthdays, the Super Bowl and then normally All-Star Weekend. And we love All-Star Weekend. But it seems to be a trend with Joel. He'll make the All-Star team. But why is he not starting? I like... Is this political? uh, It's not really political. It's um, more so, you know, the starters is more so a popularity thing. So that's that's left up to the nation to vote. Like there's however many votes that go in to say who the nation wants to see starting. And there was four forwards that were getting a lot of the votes for the starting position. But there's only three starting spots. So the starters, I believe, are. Kyrie for the guard position. Um, I forget who's another guard. Uh, it's, it's slipping my mind right now. But the four form forwards, we have Giannis Antetokounmpo. We have Kevin Durant. We have Jason Tatum. And we have Joel Embiid. So there's four people vying for three spots. And Jason Tatum is having an incredible year right now. So that's why they're saying you know, the, the nation wants to see him start. But I think Joel's is using this for food because he is, I mean, I'm sorry, using it as fuel because he is playing at a incredible clip right now. So I want the league and the nation to keep disrespecting Joel because he's getting angry and he's, you know, we're the number number two seed in the Eastern Conference right now uh-huh. because he is, that's how mad he is. So, you know, don't let him start. Cool. He's going to get an all-star game, do his thing. And, you know, when it comes playoff time, I don't want to hear nothing from nobody, especially them Celtics. Oh, 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 okay. Listen, oh, you, you thank you for the bell. Is will LaMelo be playing in the all-star game? Can he walk? Uh, don't, don't do that. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I haven't seen the Charlotte game this season. 
And uh, I love I love the Charlotte broadcast because their announcer is one of their favorite and um, one of my favorite announcers in sports. He's just so you got to come over here for a game one day and we can watch it and you'll you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. But it sounds like he's always injured. So like I don't I don't know if he I don't he he probably will get a bid to play in the All Star game, but if he's not healthy, I don't know if he will. And so. I meant to say this. So Kevin Durant is deemed as a starter, but he's been hurt for the last month and a half. So I don't know if he'll play in the all-star game. So if he doesn't end up playing, then Joel will get that starting spot. And let me just ask you a question about the all-star game. Are they really playing full out or is it, or is it giving uh, having fun the Harlem globe trouters? Who? <laughs> the Harlem Globe Trotters? Trotters. Trotters. Correct. Um, no, like they're just, it's for entertainment purposes. So it's not Harlem Globe Trotters basketball. You know, they're, they, they realize people buy tickets because they want to see scoring. They're not really playing until probably that last, not even quarter, probably the last like 10 or seven minutes left in the game, that's when you'll start seeing them like actually hoop. But you know, they know that people bought tickets because they want to see the alley oops, they want to see people get crossed over, they want to see Steph Curry shoot from beyond half court and sink it. So, um, I'm not going to say that it's Harlem Globetrotters, but kind of maybe along those lines, you know, entertainment purpose only. Okay, have you ever been to a Harlem Globetrotter Trotter. Trotter game before? No, I have not. Or may, maybe when I was younger. I went when I was like, my mom took us when we were like 11. I didn't yeah, want to go. But like four years ago, right? Yeah, I understand. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, but shout out to all- my homegirl Fatima and my boy Mark. They're actually on the Globe Trotters as we speak. Really? So. Correct. Yes. Well, when are we going to a game? I mean, whenever you want to. Listen, well, first of all, we got to get to Charlotte first, okay? Okay. We got to see. I got a football tournament down there in a couple of months, so you can come with, and then we can go to make it to a game. Hopefully, well, yeah, the NBA should still be playing. But mind you, somebody asked me, uh, first of all, when we were in Houston, here's another not funny story. Uh, we were in Houston for Bryson Wynn Presents. Ooh, you know, the Tour 44 uh, is coming soon. But we were in Houston uh, for an event. Danny McRae. Kiki, Ozzy, Joey, uh, Wendell, Sharia. All the stars in the building. We get it, yeah. Okay, now mind you, I'm minding my business at a table, y'all, and I'm, I think I'm with, like, Uncle Carl, I'm with Sharia, and Wendell and Joey, and so we're at, like, a Danny and Kiki pick the spot. We're at a, like, a a pretty popping spot for a Wednesday night. Like, you know, it, it, there could be people in there. So again, I'm minding my business. Not a spot was going up on a Wednesday night. No, it was sure. crazy in there for a thousand percent. Sure. If you, Joey got a photo, I think he posted it, you know, cause Joey is also one of those people that you take a photo of him and he'll let it marinate for three months and then post it. But if you go to Joey's Instagram, Joe.hatch, Joey.hatch, uh, Joey.hatch on Instagram, all of the fire photos that you see are taken by me. But anyway, back to my story. <laughs> I'm just minding my business, eating a Southwest egg roll, drinking a cocktail, talking to, Sharia, Uncle Lloyd, uh, Uncle, not Uncle Lloyd, Uncle, Uncle Carl, Lloyd. <laughs> Uncle Carl, his niece, and Joey and Wendell walk over to me on both sides, pause, and um, they grab me on my shoulder and they're like, don't act crazy. And I'm like, I'm thinking like, what do y'all want? They're like, LaMelo Ball just walked in. <laughs> You tell me what happened, Joey. What happened after that? Uh, you went on a tear to go find him. And I tripped over a chair. You tripped over a chair. Because I lost my mind. <laughs> okay. We're trying, to, we're trying to tell you, don't lose your mind. But he wasn't even in there, y'all. Like, they just did. Now, somebody light skin and tall. Was, he, looked like, he looked like uh, LaMelo. And they told me I my body started shaking. I started sweating. I got up. I, I went running and I tr- tripped. Now everybody looking at me like I'm crazy. But anyway, I say this to say that somebody in my DMs recently was like, you love LaMelo Ball. Would you ever want to meet him? And I think I don't think you handle it. 
Kelly, can you handle this? <laughs> Michelle, can you handle this? Spicy, can you handle this? Nope. I know I can't do this. Woo! Barely. No, listen. I honestly don't think I I don't want, I don't think I would want to meet LaMelo. Because I feel like, first of all, I see enough of how LaMelo interacts with fans and it's very limited. It's very like, and you know how I get, Joe. I right. like, I would be the most awkward, weird, <laughs> un, I would, I, I don't think I would ever want to meet Maybe him. he's awkward and weird though. Y'all might, y'all might get along. I don't know. I, I, I would, I would probably need someone like you to be there to be like, hey, he's your biggest fan. And I just stand there and be like, hi. <laughs> and then we just get the photo. Okay. And it's like, yeah, but I don't know if I want to meet him. Cause it's like, I, 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 I'd, I'd like to be in the space where I could smell what LaMelo smells like. <laughs> Only you. <laughs> oh, literally, you're the only person on the in the universe that would say something like that. Because people have sense, like not like a like. I mean, now, now they're gonna say Bryce, you going left. But for instance, like I know what a Joe Hatcher scent is. Like I, I just know what you smell like. I know what people smell like. People like you know. I categorize smells. I'm the type I'm smelling of good. So I don't. Yeah, I mean, you know I, I like. just I I. I could lift up a shirt and be like, is this mine or is this Joey? And I could smell it. Not that the shirt smells or anything. And I could be like, right. this is Joey's. Like, I just, I categorize by sense. So I would love to just like be in the, the area that I could just smell a Lamello. And I mean, if Lamello wanted to like- A smellow. A smellow. Okay? <laughs> if Mello wanted to be Mad Barnes and I mean- oh. that, <laughs> God, that will work as well. But listen, uh, we uh, th this is your purple pants play by play. Let us know if uh, we should be doing these more often because I've been telling Joey we need to do them more often. But Joey, be busy. Uh, <laughs> but Joey, what you got going on? Where can the people follow you at? Uh, let them know the greatness of the. the you can Joey. follow me on Instagram. Oh, not, not, not the sexy voice. Oh, oh, man, oh, oh okay. man, oh, man. Follow me on Instagram. It's at joey.hatch, J-O-E-Y dot H-A-T-C-H. -H. All the fire pictures you see are taken by the one and only perp. <laughs> and uh, hopefully I'm in a city near you playing a show soon. I'm playing for a couple of artists now, so we'll keep you updated on that as um, the shows come rolling in. All right. Well, listen, this has been your Purple Pants. <gasps> play by play. Who's the freak? Who's the freak? Who's the freak of the week? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that freaky, freaky freak? Who's the freak of the week? Might be me, might be you, might be. And we are on to this week's Freak of the Week. Now, last week, I'm minding my business, you know, laying in my bed. And I'm doing a little peruse through the YouTube, watching different people's YouTube channel. And, you know, my people, the Roberts, Glenda and Lumumba from season 34 of The Amazing Race, friends of the show. They announced on their YouTube channel, they did a video that Boom Boom is officially coming and if you listen to the interview that Brooke Cam High and I did of Glenda and Lumamba we asked them like if children were in their near future and they said that they wanted children and I was like well tell us a name and they're like well we've been calling it Boom Boom and so they made the announcement that they are going to be parents I am like screaming from the top of my lungs. I am so excited for Glenda and Lumamba. And of course, you know, all of the major networks like People Magazine picked it up. And it's just so exciting uh, just to see people that, you know, you love on the TV. We loved everything about them. And to know that they are expanding their family is just so exciting. And listen, Uncle Bryce is thrilled so listen head over there to glenda and lumamba's instagram page and send them congratulations uh and if 
Boom Boom is this week's Freak of the Week. That means we are coming to a close of another amazing episode. Thank you for always supporting your baby boy, showing love. It is truly appreciated. And if you have not already, please make sure you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever it is that you can find podcasts. The Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to subscribe, write a review, give your baby boy some five stars, and don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend that it's the Eagle Bowl because it's a, it's a, it's a... It's the purple pants, it's the purple pants, it's the purple pants podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the purple pants podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the purple pants podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the purple pants podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back though. It's the purple pants, it's the purple pants. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.